Sports bet BS hotline, state your emergency. Yeah, it's me punters group. Me mate Dave, I reckons he bought in. Okay, hang up now. What? And join Sports Bet's Bet with Mates. It's group betting without all the BS. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. 1-800-858-858. On SEN, The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. He's Around the country, favourite son from Melbourne Grammar. I go to Mornington, race eight, number 12, MP $3. Wow. MP burnt clear. Star Spangle Rodeo went to second from I'm Telling You, but MP's unbeaten. Three out of three, and he looks a good horse in the making. He's on the board, the great man, Big Paddy, favourite son from Melbourne Grammar, has greeted the judge here on the odds couple, and funnily enough, He's not here to celebrate. You wouldn't believe it as I welcome David Taggart uh, to his hot seat uh, on the odds couple. Thanks to Sportsbet. Uh, great fans of ours. Sportsbet being with us since our implementation here at SEN. Great to have them on board. Tags, good to see you oh, bright and bubbly this morning. Mate, what about Paddy? Not not only did he get off the mark, uh, but he's hit it straight back over the bowler's head for four. It ended up paying $5. He blew mm. like the north wind mm-hmm. and, and it's still one. So, Paddy, all right, you've had your knockers. I've probably been the, the top of them, but uh, congratulations. No, no, good to see him uh, get on board. And uh, a worthy replacement this morning. You talk about um, uh, knocking it out of the park and hitting it back over the bowler's head. This bloke's done it a few times. Mick Wall joins us from Sportsbet this morning, filling in for one of Melbourne Grammar's favourite sons in Big Paddy. Mick, we welcome you to the odds couple. Great to be here, guys. And I've got it on good authority that Paddy was on a Jetstar fight yesterday with about 18 rums in him before he got on. <laughs> so he's still celebrating the win boys but uh fantastic to be here and can't wait to get stuck in let's go to one of your great loves uh first uh mick because uh, you've you've uh well you, you just uh, you're part of my son's life with uh, <laughs> another uh, great hobby of yours the grubs 11 yep. at sports bet uh, one of the the more famous cricket 11s around the world mm-hmm. uh, you've just finished a tour of uh the uk with the aussies yeah, absolutely, and uh, yeah, a hobby is probably a good word for it. Actually, the way I go about cricket, it's uh, there's not a lot of sport involved, and, and uh, the one of the things about the grubs and and. The good link to this show is that we're very big. We play one-day cricket only. Uh, the idea being that uh, we put anyone that can actually bat, they've got to go up and carry their bat through the uh, the innings, and the rest of us just <laughs> sit and punt. And what we usually try and do is that we... We always, it's weird because we always bowl first because that means that we're all batting and we're all sitting on the sidelines next to the scorebook when the good races come. So we never miss, miss the quarter. So you don't miss the first leg yeah. of the quarter. And I bat myself 11 every week and I do not last long. So I see the entire card. <laughs> so now, now um, uh, as, as Simon said, you, the tour of the UK, you took the PI double five out of the pond. Yeah. How, how, did, how did they, how, did they, Take that on board. I think I think I said to you, Tags, that they embraced us but didn't embrace us and they hated us and loved us at the same time. We got a lot of support over there, but it was all... A lot of it's tongue-in-cheek, uh, so everyone gets around each other. And I, I think when you're four days into a test match and about 200 beers day, it's, <laughs> it gets to a point of everyone goes, well, you know what, there's a game of cricket, but there's, we, we can all get past the, the hatred of... And the nation. Barmy Army? We sat in the Barmy Army... On in the day three, in the, in the Eric Holly stand, which is apparently the greatest stand in world cricket, I reckon there'd be a couple in the subcontinent and Bay 13 at the G to rival it. But we sat in there on the dress-up day 
and we dressed up as Mentos Mints, saying <laughs> you, this is how you cheat. Were you sandpaper? You cheat with mints. And we absolutely copped it <laughs> all day, but it was worth it. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, well, good to have you on board this morning, Mick, and we look forward to your contribution right through the hour here on The Odds Couple. And uh, don't forget today, SEN is live from Turnbull Stakes Day at Flemington. Thanks to McDonald's smooth barista-made coffee from McCafe, available 24-7. We'll be out there from 12 until 6. And what a race card it is at Flemington. I, I always get the feel today is, is when you really get into spring. So spring's been teasing us with some nice races, but today you know, there's a group of listed in every race out at Flemington today. Sydney... Oh, pinnacle. Yeah. ripping card up in Sydney as well with the uh, Epson and the Metropolitan. So the great racing all around the country. Um, Peter Ty, the um, part owner of Winx, will be joining us a bit later on. I'd be really interested to see where Pete's at from an ownership point of view. He's got a couple of interesting runners today. But just to see where he is from Winx. How, how do you come down from Winx? What would it be like? In, how do you compare that in sports? Is it like winning nah. ten flags in a row and then... You know, sacking the whole team and you're going to finish eighth or mid midfield, do you still want to go to the footy and yeah, watch your I, team? Everything's redundant. Yeah. yeah. I, w- I would have thought it was like Jordan Lewis winning three with Hawthorne than going to pay for Melbourne. Oh, hey, 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 enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> I, made, made a prelim. Yeah, I'm going to go a step further. I'm going to say anyone who finished in the eight then going and playing yeah, for Melbourne. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> coming from a St Kilda. <laughs> um, gents, I want to touch on, been really interesting, and, and we touched on it, Tags, last week, and Mick, we touched on the the, the Underwood Stakes, uh, mm. the, the Wait for Age race last Sunday mm. at, uh, at Caulfield. Now, that Wait for Age race uh, was one... And won well by Blackheart Bart. Mm. Uh, Blackheart Bart, you know, is a quality weight for age horse. Come over from West, came over from Western Australia. Had a ripping mm. career here with Darren Weir, and now with um, um, uh, Lindsay Smith. Lindsay Smith. I was going to say Les Smith. Lindsay Smith. Um, you know, great to see him find some form again. Three of the four horses that went over the line in that weight for age race were nine-year-olds. But yeah, Blackheart Bart's nine. Holmes when finished second, he was he's six, uh, and you know rightfully one of the top three picks for the Cox Plate in a couple of weeks' time. Um, Galo Chop finished third. He's coming back from two tendon injuries. Yeah. He's nine, and the the great old um, warrior from Godolphin. He backs up again today in the Turnbull. Who backs up today again in the Turnbull? Uh, he's also nine. Uh, I, I think there's a We've got a real problem here in this country with our weight for age racing. They're, they're just, uh, you know, from a from a punting perspective, right across the board, I'm seeing more and more in race books that, you know, it's Ireland, France, England, mm. anything from 2,000 metres and above is is bred overseas. Anything we have here, it's sort of, it's it's half a fluke. Like a mystic yeah. journey is just, you know, she's. She may stay the 2,000 metres and win the turn below, but that would be fantastic. She may be favourite for the Cox Plate and win it. Fantastic. But it, it's it's the not depth. the norm. It's the... It, it's, there's it, no depth, as you say. Oh, well, there's nil depth. Yeah. And, and I'm, I was going to say it's a fluke. It's not a fluke, but it sort of is a fluke. That, that we just... You know, the horse... Other horses in these races, you know, there was a lot of fresh air between those three nine-year-olds and a six-year-old mm. bred in the US mm. to... It was two lengths back. The fifth, the fifth hall, like yeah. you think, wow, um, where are we at here? Now we've got our Iron Invincibles and Schnitzels and and wonderful you know, 
horses that, that when they're the competing against their own age, yeah. they're brilliant. And up to a mile, a lot of them are brilliant. But yeah. I tell you what, they're legless. The majority of them. Once we get them over a mile, what? And I, I really have concerns about where we're at because that all that money is going out of Australia. You know, none of it's going to Magic Millions or William Inglis. It's all going to France, England, Ireland. They're thinking, how oh, these Aussies, how good are they? Yeah, you know, not only the grubs getting yeah. off the plane yeah. at Heathrow. Exactly. <laughs> all these Aussie bloodstock agents and yeah. owners are getting off and spending millions. Yeah. Yeah. They're having a laugh at us, aren't they? Oh, they're, 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 they're chuckling like you wouldn't believe. Uh, they're, they're running for five and 8000 pound over there. Yeah. They're, they're selling their horses for half a million pound mm. and a million pound to us. Uh, we bring them over and, we, yeah, we race for our 125, but... You know, those horses are now dawdling down into our Saturday races and our midweek races. Mm. You know, we'll, we'll, we're only breeding horses for two- and three-year-olds. I, I think it's a real worry. I just think the, the owners haven't got the patience as well. They're, they're, well, bred for speed, and, yep. and, and that's why we, we embrace Winks. I mean, I just wish we saw her get over a bit, a bit more ground, but as you say, she was just too classy, wasn't it? That's why she, she basically just predominantly raced from 16 to 2,000. I actually think it makes her career look better, not worse. Because, you know, again, when you, when you look at that result last week in the Underwood Stakes, you say, well, you know, Winks smacked them. Yep. Just regularly, just smacked them, kicked them, you know, uh, made them look silly. Yet they're now our best wait-for-age horses we've got now. So, you know, Winks, yes, was one out of the box. But two, you know, she wasn't a, she wasn't a you know, hope. She was as good as anywhere in the world because she just smacks them week in, week out here. Yeah, absolutely. And I think with this is that a lot of time we, we, we look at a horse like Winks and go, what was she running against? What did she beat? But forget that for a second. She's actually bucked the entire trend of what's going on in Australian racing. She was mm. the complete opposite. And it is. You're right, you're right Scoob. It's, it's, it's an actual worry because what happens here is you go, our sprinters are great. We, we do. We, we produce the best sprinters in the world consistently. They win here. They win abroad. Even up to that 1,600, great. Then what happens is people are trying, okay, can we get a colt that we can sell for 20, 30 million? Can we get one in stud? Uh, what can we do early? How can we... Now, the Hong Kong trend's happening now. We've seen mm, a few go yeah. to Hong Kong. And it's just like, where does it eventually stop? And we go... Our, our race was so... The Melbourne Cup I talk about, it was just like this thing. The internationals wanted to win. They came and they tried and they tried. And look, Vintage Crop got it and there was a, a couple of others. But the, now it's just, okay, well, which international, which Northern yeah. Hemisphere three-year-old are we backing? Mm. Uh, which Williams runner is he bringing over? Well, now, and the Godolphins jumped after Cross Canada last year is now involved. So it's like... Well, they make up three-quarters of the field yeah. to, to begin with and they've got it right now. They yeah, know which horses 100%. to bring. So you're well, spot on. Last year was 18 of the 24, and I don't, I, there might have been a late scratching or two. It might have been 18 of the 22. I think the year before was 19 of 23. year before that, I reckon, was 17 of 23. Mm. Uh, international bred, yep. you know. It just... But I understand that. But the, the other thing that I think is a contributor is we've got the Caulfield Guineas coming up next week. Yep. And, you know, I think Dallasana win that, win the Caulfield Guineas. Oh. It had a change of rider. Hugh Bowman. Hugh yeah. Bowman's now on board. Uh, we'll talk about that in a sec. But he'll, he'll probably be retired after that. So we don't see him go on to be a proper, what I would consider a proper horse. Yeah. And if he goes on to be a proper horse, I'll then send my mare to him. Yeah. And he's by Dallacarney. Yeah. That could put some stoutness into a, you know, into a, a nice yeah. mare by Dundee or whatever it might yeah. be. So suddenly we're, we're back in the business of breeding a mild 2,400-metre yeah. horse. But when I don't see that, I just keep putting these mares by... Sires that you know um, go a thousand meters, and we keep running out of puff once we get to seven furlongs. 
and 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 what you're saying with uh, Dallas Arn, if he happens to win, it's it's probably yeah, any Colton that wins at Caulfield Guineas. They're, they're, straight away they're retired. Mm. Look at the Autumn Sun. As you're saying, you, he would have got more than sixteen hundred as a four year old, and and they they retired him straight after the Autumn, which because they were just too valuable. Yeah, absolutely, and and that's the whole thing. It's it's dollars talk, right? And it's, it's frustrating, but uh, it's it'd be, how good would it be if we just had some proper Australians, Australian-bred horses competing? And the other thing, what that does is you get a little bit of that rivalry. Look, horse racing's never been a huge state-of-origin type sport. You get around horses, and everyone loved Winks, everyone loved Black Caviar, everyone loved Maccabi Diva jointly together. Um, but I'll tell you what, if we get some good Australian-bred horses and the internationals come over, there could be an us versus them, Australia versus the world, and that's good for racing. Mm. And you have a look at the uh, the Ramsden, the Quinella mm. of Steel Prince, surprise baby's favourite today, should be winning. Mm. They're flying the flag for Australia, and, they're, and really against the Europeans, they're B and C great stayers. Yeah. And that's, and that's the depth, as you say, what we've got. And, and as you say, they'll be the, the ones flying the flag. Mm. We're going to take a, um, a break in a moment. We'll come back and talk a bit further about Raquel Clark um, off Dallasan, Hugh Bowman on board for the Caulfield Guineas uh, next week. But uh, first of all, let's um, check out what's happening at Sportsnet with Joel Kane. On 1116 SEN, a Sportsbet update. Check out Sportsbet's racing special at Flemington and Randwick today. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. Morning, Joel. Good morning, boys. Uh, a very, very clever tweet during the week. and It came out of the Raiders camp. They said they were announcing a debutant for the grand final. Marlon Pickett. <laughs> what a great story. Well, if I had 100 uh, bucks, how would I spend it on the NFL, NRL Grand Final? Joel? Yeah, look, I, I like this. I really like this. Uh, James Tedesco, he won the, the Dallian this week. He won the Wally Lewis Medal, Player of the Origin Series. He'll win the Clive Churchill, boys. He's short. He's $4.50, but it's a bit like Dusky. Uh, and someone might have a sneaky little double going into him, by the way. But uh, $30, uh, James Tedesco, we spent on him for the Clive. First try scorer, Daniel Tupo. Now, last time Canberra played uh, the Roosters, they're petrified of this bloke. They do these big kicks across the Roosters. He's been the first try scorer in both of Trent Robinson's grand finals for the Roosters. $20 on him to be the first try scorer, Daniel Tupo. And I love this bet, boys. Neither team has been beaten 13 plus this year. Their last five matchups have been all 1 to 12. Roosters 1 to 12, $2.63, 50 bucks on that. That is a great bet. We've just been talking about the dearth of stayers we have in this country, but some great racing going on around the country. Got a racing tip for us, the Savo? Yeah, I really like uh, Way Up in the Sky, boys. Race three in Flemington. It's got form that ties back into Loving Gabby, but speaking about stayers, uh, the three year old formula is the way to go. First up into the Caulfield Cup. My bets today are all multiing into Constantinople. And by the way, uh, check out. Same race multi thanks to Sportsbet. So after 9.30, it'll be available in each race. You can have a horse to win it. You can have a horse to run top 10, 5, etc. So check that out. Same race multi thanks to Sportsbet. Joel, you know that way up in the sky? Way up <laughs> in the sky, race three. They reckon it's flying. <laughs> Joel Kane joining us here from Sportsbet. And you can check out Sportsbet's racing special at Remington and Ramwick today. Conditions apply and gamble responsibly. <laughs> On SEM, The Odds Couple, with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. 21 past 8 o'clock on The Odds Couple, thanks to Sportsbet. Uh, gents, before we went to the break, before we go up and take a, a peek, or Wally takes us through the markets in Sydney, we touched on the change of jock for Dallasan in the... 
the Caulfield Guineas next Saturday over the mile. Uh, gone from Raquel Clark to Hugh Bowman. Raquel Clark's ridden the horse uh, every start of his life bar one that Craig Williams rode him uh, over here in Melbourne in, I think, the Australian Guineas, where he finished second. That was the only time he had been beaten up until last Saturday. He finished second last Saturday in the Guineas prelude. If he was your horse, David Taggart, would you have gone with Clark or Bowman? They made the right decision, if you ask me. The, Raquel is a lovely rider. She's very well balanced, but she lacks that strength, and we know that. Leon's very loyal to, to his women riders, with Claire and now Raquel coming through. Uh, but as you say, there's a lot of money at stake. He's, he's going to be worth 20, 25 million if he happens to win this guineas. Mm. And he needs a he needs a strong horseman on because he's a big raw bull that that has been getting his own way with Raquel. So I, I think with Huey on it, he'll give him he'll stand over him. And uh, as you say, you'll have to go close in that guineas. Well, if from a punning point of view, would you have rather Clark or Bowman? Yeah, look for, for me, I I we. At Sportsweb, we really liked Alligator Blood and we thought that this is a race Alligator Blood could win and sticking with Dallasan for the guinea. So the, the how that unfolded wasn't a shock, especially as, as well. Just watching Raquel Clark win last night at the Valley and the way she, she was able to get to lead, give the horse such a... Every chance in the run and just such a good race at a really, really tricky track. I, I'd be happy to stick with her. Yeah. If it was Damien Oliver, yep. I'd, I'd take the swap, but for Seriously. Hugh Bowman, for me, no. Is that right? See, like nothing. She, Ra- Raquel rode him an absolute treat mm. in in the prelude, but she just lacks that strength, and that's what that's what this raw bull needs. Okay, we'll talk uh, at length on that this afternoon uh, from Flemington, uh, where we'll be at the Turnbull Stakes Day Live for SEN. Uh, thanks to McDonald's Smooth Barista Made Coffee from McCafe, available twenty four seven. Let's quickly have a look at Sydney Wally and. Uh, you're going to take us through the Epsom first up. Yeah, absolutely, the Epsom. And we'll look, we'll look at uh, who's been best back. Tiakau Shark has been our best back runner. That is now into equal favourite of $5 with Colding. Also at $5, had some support but been slightly easy. The interesting ones, Dreamforce and Rock have been $6 out to $7.50 and $6 out to $8.50 respectively. Dreamforce was off the map two starts back, well back last start. It's a surprising drift, but we'll see what happens after to 9am when the uh, the big syndicates get involved. It, it's drawn t- it's drawn the outside gate in 19 uh, Dreamforce, so that's probably why he hasn't the specking. Uh, Tex has come through about the Candyman. Uh, I know he's got a cult following up north in Brisbane. These are his biggest tests. He has drawn the car park as well. Uh, but his best form has been a, a little bit further, 1800 and above. So uh, I just think they'll be a bit too sharp uh, for that listener, and thanks for uh, sending yeah, your text. The other two group ones, let's have a look at the flight in the Metrop before uh, we move on. Well, the, this, the flight's a definition of a two-horse race. Fun Stars eighty, and uh, Probabils $2.20. These have both been well-supported. Fun Star holding slightly more money there, but the next thing is $23, which is Foxborough. So that is a two-horse race. I think it's which camp you in? And Metrop. And uh, in the Metrop, well, our favourite in the Metrop is Brigham Rocks at $4.80. Brigham Rocks at, Your horse scoop. at $4.80. Slightly easy from $4.50, but the one that they have backed is right down at $17, Gallic Chieftain. That's been our best supported runner so far. Brigham Rocks, baby. So, 
Okay, the interesting racing up in Sydney this afternoon, the Epsom, the Flight, the Metrop and uh, the Premier, which didn't touch on there, but some uh, wonderful racing up there in Sydney. Time to now head even further north with thanks to Racing Queensland. One expert tips, racingqueensland.com.au has got you covered. It's a very good morning to our great mate up north, Sammy Highland. G'day, Sammy. Hello, Simon. How are you? Oh, mate, I'm very well. More importantly, I hope all's good in your world because you've got nine races at Eagle Farm, the Sava. You're on a good track. Uh, the $150,000 Lexus Spring Cup's the feature and a couple of two-year-old races. The youngsters are popping their heads up. Yep, the youngsters are out today. What about Leslie Gordon-Ross? He's got six runners in the two two-year-old races. Wow. So, uh, yeah, he's got two in the in the Phillies division and then uh, four in the Colts division. Uh yeah, I think they're they're, uh, they're loaded up, and uh, both races are loaded up with horses that have uh, trialled up, and yeah, it's going to be interesting to see them step out first time. It's uh, it's always a bit of a gamble, isn't it, when they're obviously early doors, um, taking them to the races, and that the beans that some of these have been to Eagle Farm and trialled up and uh, and had a look around, and yeah, I would imagine uh, that holds them in good stead to go to the races today and run well. So uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what comes out of those races today. The, the Spring Cup, I think it's a good race, and I think winning ways will be winning. She's uh, uh, she's a ripper. And she won the Queensland Oaks, second, didn't she? Yeah, she did. She did. First up and second up, she's been terrific. Uh, getting to the 22-25 today, Maddie, Mac, Maddie McGilvray will give her a sweet ride, and I, I think uh, yeah, I think she'll be winning. As you say, she's, she's a Group 1 winner. She won the Oaks. Uh, last preparation, and yeah, I think she's in for a great preparation. Gary Newham, I spoke to him uh, a couple of, that, at the awards night uh, a couple of weeks ago, and he sort of said, you know, they aborted plans to go down south, and, and uh, yeah, they're just going to see how she goes. Uh, I, I would imagine she'll win this race today, and, and then they'll be able to look at something a bit deeper for her or a bit stronger. Uh, Sammy, tag art here. Mate, it looks like it could be a big day for trainer Steve O'Day. He has three favourites. Uh, Race one, three, and in the last with Lambert. Hang on, his uh, his horses are going really well, Steve. Uh, Steve O'Day, and uh, I reckon Sienna Rose can win the last. I reckon. Uh, mm. Is that you know, your best of the day? Two good. He's got no, it's not my best of the day, but he's got two good chances in the last race. But I think uh, Sienna Rose. It's going for three in a row. Is that the stable mate? On board takes takes the two kilos off, and yeah, I, I reckon it'll be hard to beat. So. Uh, yeah, get get around it. Sienna Rose in the last. My best for the day is race seven, number three, get stuck in. You can get it at four dollars this morning on the tab. And this horse, it'll take a position, can go on with the winning form. It was a good winner at Durban last start. It's got the claim for Metro Apprentice of the Year, Bailey Notif. And yeah, I think uh, it'll be not too far away in the run, and uh, yeah, I think he'll be winning. He's a good chance. Race seven, number three, gets stuck in. And Sammy, just quickly, uh, looks like Elvis is down here to line up in the Turnbull this afternoon. Can you give us a bit of a line on him? I'm not sure that he's going to be good enough, Scoop, but look, uh, I tell you what, his confidence is through the roof. Brian that. Diaz is a good trainer, and uh, yeah, this horse is going there, as I say, confidence through the roof and looking a treat, and yeah, if you're going to have a throw at the stumps, it's a, it's a good race to have a go at, and and yeah, I think he deserves it, he deserves to have a crack and see where, if he can measure up or see see where he can uh, where uh, he can rate, but you know, he's, um, he, he's you can't fold his form up here, but whether it's going to be good enough in a race like that. I tell you what, I've got one for you, boys, around the grounds today at the Gold Coast. Now, tag it. 
I know. I tipped you into one on Wednesday, and you put all your carrots in early, yeah. and then you missed out on the last race. So this one, just go a little, <laughs> just have a little bit on it each way, right? Race three, number two at the Gold Coast, Marjiang, thirty-four dollars. Blinkers on. This horse will run well today. Sammy, we look forward to chatting to you uh, again next week on the Odds Couple, of course, and this afternoon from Flemington. We'll be chatting to you about 12.15. We look forward to that. Have a great day, guys. Talk to you after. Thanks, Sammy. You too. Uh, Great to chat to Sammy Highland. And for horse, jockey and trainer profiles, find it all at racingqueensland.com.au. Time for news. On SEN, The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Trap for Fools has the running of the 300 metres. John Stowe back to the inside. Kings will dream. There's a gap for Winks. She's going to have to explode. Trap for Fools at the 200. Kings will dream back to the inside. Winks down the middle. Kings will dream at the 100. It's getting desperate. Now Winks is storming home. Winks over the top. Oh, she's too good. The hard beater. Winks has won it by a leap. Yes, uh, Winks in the Turnbull Stakes of 2018. What a win that was. There was plenty of hearts in mouths uh, right around uh, Flemington, right around the country, if not the world, watching the great mare um, come from nowhere to to win the Turnbull Stakes. She was in a hell of a lot of trouble and uh, heartbeats went up all over the place. Peter Ty, part owner of Winks, we've heard plenty from him over the journey and to hear that... uh, um, version of the race again, I'm sure, has lifted his heart rate a little as he joins us on the odds couple this morning. We welcome you, Pete, as the, uh, the ticker just risen a little bit over your cornflakes, has it? Oh, good morning, Simon. Morning, everybody. Um, nah, mate, never in doubt. <laughs> exactly, Pete. Give <laughs> 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 your little face. <laughs> Pete, what's the last 12 months been like after, after such a uh, an extraordinary high in racing that, that very few, if any, will ever experience that sort of high that uh, you and your co-owners have um, had with Winks over the journey. What, what's the last 12 months been like? Well, <clears throat> sorry, up until um, up until April, you know, it was just the, the usual. Things have slowed down a little, but I wouldn't say it's gone very quiet. We've been doing a lot of travelling. There's been, you know, some awards and things that have been carried on New South Wales Award, the Victorian Racing Award, the Australian Racing Awards are on next week. We've got to attend. Um, you know, we, we raced a lot of other horses. I mean, it wasn't... Um, our whole life wasn't dependent on one horse. I mean, she was a bloody good one to, to have depended on, but... Uh, sorry. Um, she, you know... It, what can you say? I mean, you just couldn't plan for what happened and, and um, just the way that it all panned out, it was just a, a run for four years that it was like you say, we'll never see it again, and I don't think anyone else ever will. Yeah, Peter, it's David Taggart. You're talking about the, the awards that you had to attend with her. How was winning the, the international, the Secretariat Award? Because that's, that's the award uh, for people out there that don't know. It's, the, it's actually the award by the people. So she was the people's horse. That must have been a great honour for you. Oh, they were. They were. I mean, we, we didn't even know. Well, I didn't even know that we were nominated for it. I wasn't aware of the award because it's an American award, and... Um, when we got the notification, it was it was something that looked into, and then when we got over there in America, the, the, the people were just they couldn't have been any more complimentary and nice. And the stories they told us of you know getting up in the middle of the night and watching it, and then a lot of a lot of people over there flew in to Australia for the Cox Plates and Queen Elizabeths, and uh, yeah, like it really sort of hits you that just how popular she was. Mm. But. Um, uh... 
today. You've got uh, two Group 1 runners, one in Melbourne, one in Sydney. Do, do you go with the same spark to the races as, as you used to with, with Winks, or, or are you a little more um, conservative these days and, and not quite as on edge? Probably don't go as quite as confident that I used to, but <laughs> like no, we look. I'm sitting here, now, I'm just going through the scratchings. It's bloody, I'm in Sydney. It's raining, so um, <laughs> you know it's probably damp, and the prospects have unforgotten a fair bit because she doesn't like the wet. Um, they're looking forward to finishing Melbourne, but no, mate, it's it's what we've done for for many years, and um, same sort of routine, really, as, as as what we would have done with Winks. It was just a little bit more, a little bit more pressure and a little more excitement, but. Um, Mate, we'll be there, you know, win, lose or draw to have a good day out and enjoy the day and, and the company of everyone there. And truly, that's what racing's all about. It's a, it's a sport to be enjoyed. Not, it's not about the, just, you know, the, the gambling or anything like that. I mean, we've really, you know, enjoyed it over 25 years and, and we continue to enjoy it. So we, we won't be changing our our pattern of going to the races anytime soon. And, and the thought plan with Finch today, uh, by passing the Metrop to bring him down here for the Turnbull, was that just in case, because he should have, he'll just, in my opinion, he would have just lined up in that Metrop and won. Were you just frightened about a handicap or something for for the Melbourne Cup if he got a penalty? Yeah, the plan was to probably go through, uh, go to the Caulfield Cup. So if we went to the Metrop, we were lucky enough to win and then we went on to the Caulfield Cup, we were lucky enough to win. We started to be putting a bit too much weight on him, I think. Yeah. So, the Turnbull on a nice big track, um, you know, he's, he was trained in Flemington when he arrived in Australia, he knows the surrounds. Um, it's just, just um, I, I think it's to keep him ticking over without the worry of getting a penalty. Um, so, yeah, we're just hoping for a good run today there on uh, on the big track and, um, and then look forward to going through to the Cox Plate and uh, Cox Plate, the Caulfield Cup in a couple of weeks. Pete, has he surprised you being competitive at these sort of journeys? Oh, not not really. I mean, we we bought him, and or he was sent over here by um, Sheik Khalid, and w- with the intention of a Melbourne Cup win. So he was so he, he wanted to have win a Melbourne Cup, obviously, like everyone does. But it, he's by Frankel, so the Sheik owned Frankel, and uh, it was it was a way of getting him out here. He he was happy to maintain an ownership in it, but sold seventy five percent of it. So you know we were lucky to get in, and we we bought him for that specific reason to target the cups, either Caulfield or Melbourne Cup. Yeah. It's a bit like you do, Simon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dave McWall here. Um, just uh, on, on this, Peter, um, in terms of the turmoil, we're speaking about Finch going there now. In terms of Winks, we, we had a listen as we came in from the break on that last uh, turmoil win by Winks where it was a little bit of heart-and-mouth stuff. There was that and the one where she missed the kick by about four. Were those two of your um, <laughs> most stressful moments? Oh, absolutely. It really was last year coming coming up the straight in Flemington there where it just looked very sticky, trying to get a run. Um, you know, the post seemed to be coming a bit quicker than we wanted it to and she hadn't got out. So, yeah, I probably had my heart in my mouth there as, as well as the run in Sydney where, you know, realistically, you, you, you can't expect to keep winning forever and one day, bad luck. It's got to it's hit. You've got to get to a share of bad luck. So those sort of days were the days where we probably, you know, doubted her, where we... Came up red face, but so you always defied the odds and, and won no matter whatever had to be done. Now I'm figuring you're a pretty good judge, Pete. You've been around the horse caper all your life. You've got unforgotten in the Epsom, you've got Finch in the Terminal, and you're staying in Sydney. Why? Oh, look, no, there's nothing to read in there, mate. It's um, we've probably pulled the wrong rein there with the rain in Sydney. Um, 
Actually, how much rain have you had? How much rain have you had? Well, I've just just listened nearly. I've had 13 mil overnight. So it's just been downgraded to a soft six at Renwick. Um, and, and the reason we're here is we'll come here for today and then I think we'll be in Melbourne for the next... Oh, right through till the um, to Melbourne Cup Carnival. So um, it was a chance to come here and, um, and see see our horses here for this weekend. And then um, uh, I think it's next week or the week after we'll head down to uh, before Caulfield Cup and we'll be down there for three weeks, I think. We promised to come and visit us at SEN Racing on uh, Cox Plate Day to, to uh, see how you're feeling after winning the last four. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No problem at all, mate. I love it. Um, you know, certainly, I've certainly got to meet a lot of people over the journey of weeks, and uh, you guys are uh, you guys are part of the team. And uh, you know, I appreciate your your interest in weeks and, and the stories that you've done on it. Well, uh, we wish you well today in both Sydney and Melbourne. We look forward to chatting you, to you on uh, Cox Plate Day about the uh, the great mare, and we'll keep a sharp eye on Finch today. I reckon you're regretting your decision of staying in that wet, <laughs> soggy town of Sydney. You should be down here with us. Have a great weekend, Pete. Blocked. I can always fly down a bit later, Simon, so just watch out. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, Peter Ty joining us. Fellas. Good Thanks, on you. Peter. Peter Ty joining us there, part owner of Winks. A couple of runners today. Unforgotten in the Epsom up in Sydney. Finch in the Turnbull Stakes imported uh, stayer with a great chance in the Turnbull this afternoon at Flemington. We're going to take a break and we'll be back with the best back runners, tags, quaddy. He needs a quaddy. Got it last Bain week. Light on. Got it last yeah. week. Don't worry about that. It wasn't worth much to anybody. Aye. Back shortly. On SEN, The Odds Couple, with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Nice to be here on a Saturday morning with you on The Odds Couple. Thanks to Sportsbet, David Taggart, Mick Wall with me. Um, Big Paddy got his winner last week. We've celebrated that earlier in the show. And uh, one of the favourite sons from Melbourne Grammar, Big Paddy. um, And uh, couldn't make it here this morning. We're assured he'll be back next week. Uh, He's taken a plane trip. Somewhere, a cheap flight, I've heard, Mick. Yeah, yeah, Jetstar. Jetstar, cheap oh, flight. Where, where was he off to? Somewhere I'd in I'd assume it was somewhere Asian... north of the New South Wales border. I yeah. would have thought it would be either Queensland or up a little bit further or Bali or somewhere. Right. Cooktown, so, maybe? Yeah, maybe Cooktown. Cooktown would be sort of a big <laughs> paddy sort of town. Cooktown would be sort of place. Right, it's time now for uh, going through the... The best back runners, etc. here in Melbourne for the big uh, Turnbull Stakes. Yeah, make sure you get your pens, pencils and crayons and have your form guides be ready. But before we start, Mick, is there any sports bet specials on today? Always got a special. Today, if you run second or third in races one to six at both Flemington and Ramwick. So 12 races, 50 bucks back in bonus bets. Great promo, that. All right, so should we get stuck in with race one? Uh, there's been two horses here that have been well supported, Deep Speed and Divine Caprice. They've got the rest of the field now. They're at two sixty and three dollars respectively. Both rock solid. We should know after nine where the money's going to come for which one of these uh, when those big syndicates can get involved. If we move to race two now, Violate has been clearly the best back. Now, the market itself, if you look at the opening market, Cascadian got scratched, which uh, took a big chunk out of this market. So all that opened at sevens. It's into 390. It's probably more like a five to 390 move. What about Music Bay? John yeah. Allen to ride 54 kilos. Yeah, so once well, this got in as low as 440, out to $5. Look, there has been support. It's clearly the second best back runner. It's more the support for Violate. Means it's been slightly easy from that 440 quote. Uh, going to race three now, way up in the sky. 
310 into 270. We expect this to keep coming. This was off the map in that last start win. This is one of these horses, and when we talk about after 9 o'clock, this is when everyone can get on to the minimum bet rules here in Vic, and uh, that's when the big big syndicates and the, the the big punters get involved, and we'd expect this to be back to him. Brooklyn Hustle has been firm enough, 360 to 370 around that quote, but they've been the main two, but way up in the sky. We've seen it back before. It's got that profile as the horse, and you'd think that'd happen again. If we move to race four, now this is uh, definitely a, a talking horse for a lot of people. Get through these quickly. Fidelia. We're going to have to listen a lot to tags if you get through on this. Oh, I, I, say, I can talk, that's, I can that's, talk that, a that's, bit. That's, that's, I don't know if that's a good result. No, no, no that's what I mean. Okay. Right? <laughs> just up a oh, we're just, we're just on, all... You're lucky you're only filling in. That's, come on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when's Paddy back? It's funny, uh, Scoop. I was actually offered the, uh, the the gig originally and then I heard the lineup. And when I said, Scoop, I said he's fine. He said he'd been in Grubs. He's a Grubs movie star himself. And then they said tags. I'm like, nah, I ran into him once. That's enough. Yeah. So uh, I'll let Big Patty do it. Joe's tags. <laughs> no, nah, yeah, not invited back. <laughs> uh, Fidelia, $3. Uh, rock, socket, rock Solid, $3.23. Sabatiano, $4.80 out to 6 A little easy. Uh, and the, the other one there's been a little bit of support for is Spanish Whisper that hit 9 into seven fifty. Now, if we look at race 5 here, best supported has been Independent Road. Okay, now there has been some deductions, but ten dollars into four eighty. This this has been a pretty good wow. go. It's been clearly the best supported. Adelaide Ace coming off that really impressive win at the uh, at the trials day. That's been into five dollars, and the Lifeline has also had some support. Um, another one there, High Talk, which opened at thirty one dollars, is currently at nine fifty. So that's good that's go. that's uh, that's. Jostling for its second, third best back with Adelaide Ace. So that's your first five. We'll have a look at the first league of the quaddy now. Now this is this is a cracker. Sunlight, your favourite. This has been best supported so far, quite clearly. It's two ninety into two sixty. Santa Ana Lane hit two seventy is out to two eighty. Uh, it looks like Sunlight will start favourite mainly because the the thinking Santa Ana Lane to come in second up into the Everest. It's going to need the run. That's clearly the grand final. Whereas Sunlight. 1,200 metres, tick, straight, tick, quick back up, massive tick, and third up, massive tick. So this just it all lines up for sunlight. I said before when we are off air, guys, there is a blowout chance here. One of the... Uh, one of the greats uh, the, on the trading floor there at Sportsbet, uh, Julian Valance, who uh, he, he, he sees them pretty well. He likes one called Vital Silver. Now, this has been 21 into 16. That's the Perth horse, yeah? It's the Perth horse. You, geez, you'd be game to, to just write off Perth form. We know how well it's going, and they, uh, they keep coming over and, and doing a job on us. So that might be one to have as your saver. Tags, be interested to see if you got that in your quaddie. Yeah, no, I've only got the two class runners here. I can understand the the sort of the slight shift for Santa Ana Lane. He's only won two of nine first up, so I can understand that. And as you say, the Everest is his grand final. I'm all over sunlight. I think she'll win. And the numbers here are one and seven. Already had him in the book. You want to do the quaddie, do you? No, no, I don't want to do the hey? quaddie. No, 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 you're in charge of the quaddie. I'm interested Were to they your we, numbers, well? We've got Mystic Journey in the quaddie today, but let's go. Let's go back to Mick. And it's worth pointing out, too, one of those was his first start at Geelong or something going around at $1.40, exactly so that's right. not even true. It, it, it's not yeah. even real true. So it's, like one, it's like one from eight, isn't it? The problem I mean, is the he's a class sprinter as well, he so is. you can't leave might, him out. And he might 
I think Sungline doesn't get the credit she deserves. Sungline is a, is a fantastic multiple group one winner. Exactly. So I think that against the rest of the field, Santa Ana just have the cast factor, but I think is Sungline's got enough. All right, we move in secondly to the quaddy, the Turnbull. This is the big one. Mystic Journey has been slightly easy, out to two ninety, whereas Mister Quickie has been well supported, three eighty to three forty. Now, we just spoke to Peter Ty there. Finch has been $9 into $6.50. Yeah. So Finch has been incredibly well supported. You would think, though, that this is, there is bigger things at play. There's bigger plans ahead. They're not going to absolutely try and run a, a bottler to win the Turnbull when they've got eyes on Melbourne Cup. Correct. And he was a surprise when I last started to Finch over the 2000. He probably needs further. I think they'll be a bit too slick. I'm all over Mystic Journey. It's, it's amazing how she she's now is getting out or price. She, she gets beat. And they were were excuses. Yeah. She was just too fresh. The month between runs, and, and as we mentioned, it's it's amazing in this game when when a horse gets beat, a lot of people just jump off him uh, because Mister she still beat Mister Quickie home because he run the sectional. So out, two thousand metres. I've, I've well, gone Mister first time at two thousand, and that's that's a worry. But I think she will get it. Well, if she well to win a Cox Plate, she's got to get it. So uh, I'm that's just two thousand and forty metres. Oh. I Mr. Pedantic here. So anyway, I'm all over Mystic Journey, number four. She's the only one. The quaddy is only costing $96. So if you want to take another one and throw Mr. Quickie in and say have it for half a unit, that'll only cost you 48 and, and then that'll be 144 So you could have a full unit with Mystic Journey and a half a unit with Mr. Quickie. So a one with Mystic Journey. Yeah, or if, and, if, yeah, and a one with Mr. Quickie if you want to go for half a unit for, as a saver. There you go. Finch so, wins the Turnbull this afternoon. To be Finch Melbourne won't be winning. Favourite tonight. Finch won't be winning. Yeah, it has to be. has yeah. to be Melbourne Cup yeah. favourite. If, if he happened to win the Turnbull today, he'll be Melbourne Cup favourite. Yeah, 100%. Tonight. If he's got turn of foot to win over 2,000 mm. metres today, wow. Yeah, correct way. Okay. There you go. So, and I, I, w- I would suggest if you like Finch in any way, maybe have a future bet on the Melbourne Cup before the race because it will come in. Uh, de- definitely there. So you've gone two and one early. So you will know where you're at. I don't mind the strategy. It's yeah. better than waiting all day to get knocked out in the last. <laughs> at least you'll know where you are. You won't early. be getting knocked out in the last. Don't worry about all that. All right. So uh, here we go. In in the Bark Cummings, surprise baby, well supported, 260 into 240. Look, the thread here looks like King of Leagrants at 550. We just don't know. It never got our last start. We don't know what it can do. Surprise baby for me looks like the better of the day. Interesting to see what you think. Yeah, she's the one. I have got, in case she does get beat, uh, Kings of Leagrants and Wolf. Okay. And Wolf will probably, you'll uh, will be on pace as well. So the numbers here are 3, 9 and 10. Beautiful. Nine and ten. And as you say, he's still looking for daylight. Uh, there you go. I'm, I'm sensing a last field week, is coming. Uh, Miami Bound has been really well back, 290 into 260, and uh, subpoenaed 480 into $4. They're gapping the rest of the field. Nothing else in single figures. Yeah, it's still an open Phillies race. So, it's, I mean, it's a big field. You see, you can, especially in these big fields, uh, you can see an upset. So we've just gone the field here. Field in the last. Field in the last. Going to take a break. We'll be back with our best around the country and those numbers again shortly. On SEN, The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Uh, The Odds Couple, thanks to Sportsnet. We're coming to a close. Let's go over those numbers for the quaddy again. Tags, give me the thumbs up if I'm right. First leg, one and seven. Second leg, number four. Third leg, three, nine, and ten. And the last leg, the field. Correct weight, $96. $96. What's half of that? 
48. And that's what I said. I also said if you don't want to take Mystic Journey, have Mr Quickie in if you're a fan of him and have that for a half a unit. Right. So, okay, yeah. okay. All right. Yeah. Um, okay, best around the country. Oh, I've got a special today. There you go. I'm a simple Flemington 8-3 surprise baby for me. Surprise baby, yep. okay. Surprise baby in the Bart Cummings. Yep. Uh, I think Funstar will win up in Could Sydney. Could have gone a bit wide and a bit exotic, <laughs> Wally. No wonder we're not having you back next week. <laughs> I think Funstar will win up in... Well, Funstar will win up in Sydney, but she's a bit short at the buck 80, buck 90. And for the first time on the odds couple, I'm going to Melbourne with me best, Mystic, Jer- Mystic Journey. Oh, no, not over the 2,000. <laughs> You keep bagging it because every time you bag it, she wins. Do you think she finished off that mile race well enough? Um, it's a forgive run. She was, she had excuses, mate. She was okay. fresh a month between Huntley runs. Huntley Castle, race five, number two for me, Huntley Castle. Um, off the bench coming up with Hutchie and Pickers. Um, we'll be back next Saturday morning. We look forward to your company then on the odds couple. And don't forget, we'll be live from Turnbull Stakes at midday today. Thanks to McDonald's, Smith Smooth, barista-made coffee from McDonald's. G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Cafe available 24-7. See you next week.